Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny podcast. I am Jose Otero. I am joined once again by Destin Laguerre. Boom! Back you couldn't do packs. it without me. We <laughs> Boom! That's right. I'm pretty sure he's the one that sabotaged it. Yeah. Oh, is that what, is that what happened? <laughs> yes. Uh, also with us again, Alfredo Diaz. Hey, what's up, guys? And our guest this week is King Gathalian. That's me. Yeah. So here's a quick bio for folks who are wondering. Gathalian, <clears throat> excuse me, Gathalian is a popular Destiny streamer on Twitch. He hosts streams every day, offering advice and analysis to Guardians from all across the internet. You can tune into his streams at twitch.tv slash kinggothalion, G-O-T-H-A-L-I-O-N, and find more of his work at YouTube, on YouTube, excuse me, at youtube.com slash borderlands.com. That's one word. King, who wrote yeah. your press release? Yeah, like, that was a good press release. That, that was, was really solid. good. Really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to intro our guests yeah. now and try and build <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah, you nailed it that time. First take. <laughs> hold, hold on. I just want to say, yesterday I was hard rating with Goth, right? Yeah. Okay. I had a good amount of viewers, and then like Goth gets like an insane amount. And eventually, I yeah. guess he ended his stream, sent everyone over to my Twitch stream, and broke it immediately. <laughs> nice <laughs> job, bro. Whoops. Whoops. Well, Gathalian, welcome to Fireteam Chat. Uh, so hey. I want to start with a quick question for you. You started streaming Borderlands way back what you told me, August 2013, I believe. Yes, um, yeah, that's when I started streaming called, doing YouTube. Yeah, a series called Ninjantics. Uh, uh-huh. I wanted to ask you sort of oh, what wow. pulled you into Destiny and why did you sort of latch onto this and start streaming? Um, I've always had a, a knack for MMOs and uh, RPG games and shooters, and Borderlands was kind of like that mesh of RPG, shooter, and then Destiny was also RPG shooter made sense to me, so it was kind of like a natural progression from from Borderlands to Destiny, plus the MMO side of it. So it was, it was great, it was terrific. Okay, excellent, excellent. So before mm-hmm. we get into some topics, why don't we talk about each one of us? What was a cool thing that happened to you this week in Destiny? Destin, why don't you start? Since yours is <laughs> I went to Pack Cell, so I didn't do too much. Um, but uh, I can kind of go off King's story about how we got into Destiny. Um, the whole reason I got into the game was because it was kind of like my name. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and Tal made the terrible joke. It's Destin's destiny to you know talk about destiny or something, and I was like, perfect. Ha-ha. So I did this whole bit on up at noon where I'm like, it's not like my name and everything. But then I started watching the vidox and everything, and I knew it was from Bungie, and I ended up playing and really liking it. <laughs> okay. So like it was it was just like a bad joke turned into like an obsession of mine God. years. Well, later. perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And Alfredo. Um. Yeah. Did the uh, hard mode race last week, okay. and then um. I put up this like ridiculous goal for my uh, everyone in my chat to hit, and like during that day, and they hit the goal. So that meant I had to do a uh, a normal a normal quota raid from beginning to end. <laughs> but before before I did, before I started the raid, I had to eat a habanero so uh, pepper just raw, and I couldn't <laughs> drink milk until the end of the raid. Now so like my, 10 minutes. Now my yeah, so that's yeah. what I thought, right? <laughs> 10 minutes, no problem. Like my raid team has like world records and stuff. Like we can get this done super quick. Uh-huh. I did not like foresee the fact that they weren't going to be attention like paying attention to what they were doing. They were mm-hmm. paying attention to the point where like I was crying. <laughs> I was very emotional. So we died through the lamps. We got to the bridge part. I went to go grab the sword. My friend goes, oh my God, the sword disappeared. So there was just a bunch <laughs> of like, RNG, I was like cursing at RNG and Bungie and like 
I was like, I love you, teammates. I hate you, teammates. I don't know like, why. Very emotional. You are a brave man. Yeah. I will say that. I don't know. And even ten minutes is too much. Like I look at like something like Hot Pepper Gaming on YouTube, and I'm like, no way. Yeah, that's what it was. Would I even from. want to? Yeah, would I want to endure more than two minutes of that? And you went for ten. It was 20, it's brutal. Twenty eight, and I oh. ended up eating a second one right before okay. we went up to Crota. Wow, out of your mind. Wow. Right. Yeah. How did they get you to do that? Was that just like you were yeah. manning Everyone, up, or what's the situation? Was just like, well, he's breaking down. And I was like, uh, when we started the Crota encounter. I was like, just wipe, and they were like, what are you talking about? At that point, I was just like, I kept like gagging. So, so it sounded more like, 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 oh, oh yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> the burps. Did you have the burps? The habanero burps? Those oh man, it was bad. It was bad. Oh boy. And I was like, you know what, man, I took another one. Things you do. All right, for me this week I ran Crota Hard Raid we came within one sword uh, kill of him and then oh. wiped it was painful but uh, I, I did manage to get well I'm, I'm the only 31 in the group it's all 32s uh, we didn't have a final 32 and they asked me to come along and I've been having a good time even though if I get hit maybe more than once I'm in trouble and I'm in a lot of trouble actually but I did get Oversoul Edict and I did also get uh, the Abyss Defiant I nice. really like the Abyss Defiant. Love uh, stunning witches, even though it doesn't happen very often. But still, having the ability to just kind of put them aside for a while is really cool. You know, to have you used it on Omnigol yet? Um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't done Terrific. the Omnigol strike with it's my really good. character. Yeah, really? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have two so of them, you can chain stunner. It's perfect. Nice. Okay, no, I'm the yeah. only one. But if, wait, using Oversoul, you can. The uh, Abyss Defiant, the yeah, AR. Abyss Defiant, yeah, yeah, the new AR that's from it has a hard raid drop. That has I'm gonna get ability. so much crap in the comments this week. Justin <laughs> doesn't know anything about hard raid. I was like, <laughs> that's fine. You'll, you'll be there. You'll be there. All right, so let's talk about hard raid and the changes that came along with it. Just a quick recap for folks. So uh, all the enemies are 33. There are no revives as usual with hard mode. Uh, primary weapons drop at all major sections, which means the Abyss, Bridge, Crota. Enemies appear to take less flinch damage. And then section by section, they're mostly the same. There's a lot of majors now, so you got to deal with that. And that's yellow bars, they're a problem. But at the actual Crota encounter is where the big changes come. So let me just read those mm-hmm. really fast. The Chalice does not spawn. Throw it out. Forget gone. about it. It's nope. gone. Gone. Hollowed Wizards will now spawn to the left of Crota. Gatekeepers have uh, been left added. Left and right. Uh, left and, and right. It Excuse seems me. like they only spawn when you kill the Hive Majors up top. Yes. If you kill more than one, I believe. You kill them both? Yeah. If you kill both, it spawns a wizard. Yeah, if you leave one alive, yeah. you can avoid spawning wizards. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. That, that's how we were handling it. All right. So Boomer Knights and all Crota, uh, excuse me, all Knights and Crota are now Majors. Uh, Gatekeeper does not need to be down to strike Crota, and Gatekeeper will despawn after after the sword bearer is dead. And mm-hmm. these this list of changes came from the Reddit uh, Destiny subreddit. What is it? R slash Destiny the Game. So great job by the people over there. So anyway, shout let's talk out, about it. Out to that subreddit. So, Did you yeah, mention so... the auto enrage? Oh, I didn't. Tell tell the people. Um, when Crota, it's like 15, 20%, right, Alfredo? Yeah, yeah, when he gets down yeah, about Yeah, Crota gets really pissed, and yeah. you, he automatically enraged, which chains over souls, and you only have X amount of time to kill him. I think it's like 14 or 15 slams, and then it's 18 slams to kill him. Does he sing so, a song? Yeah, enrage is bad. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. That's not what you want. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty bad. So you kind of, it kind of got to the point where a lot of guardians have to kind of time their uh, sword strikes depending mm-hmm. on like what combos you use or or how efficient your team is um, yeah we had points where we had to kind of hold off on some strikes mm-hmm. just so we can not force and rage on like the last strike and yeah. then grab another sword and actually be able yeah. to finish him off a lot mm-hmm. easier yeah we so, ran into that so let me ask you guys this i watched alfredo do it uh beat the raid and uh all you guys have played it do you actually like the changes that they made 
Uh, I do. I think, mm-hmm. especially with no chalice, I think it really stresses the fact that like you have to be efficient during the raid. It's harder to carry someone now through the hard raid, and I think that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people sure. who just kind of just want to get backpacked through it, but now it's like once you get to it's the raid up to Crota is more or less the same thing, but once you actually get to Crota, it's like everyone has to be efficient, you know, and um, yeah. it kind of really forces you to do what I really like about the raid, which is work as a team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I'm happy. Yep. Okay. Uh, Goth, I'll let you take it next. Um, I, I, I like the changes, but I don't think they went far enough. I think they were kind of lazy with removing the chalice. Uh, I think that maybe they should have given you the option of either no healing or you can use the chalice, but after X amount of time, it poisons teammates and kills them. So instead of removing mechanics, maybe add more mechanics instead of creating an artificial difficulty, actually make it more technical and difficult. I think that would have been the better choice to do. I have to agree with Goth, Uh, you know, be a little bit critical about their design decisions because it seems lazy the way that they changed it. Nothing else in the raid was touched. Basically, every, things yeah. were a little bit harder. Like you have yellow enemies instead of reds. Mm, I right? mean, I don't, I don't know how many raids I've seen that at the abyss, like forming the bridge. How many have been saved by a hunter? Like I felt like that happened less and less on normal. It happens a lot on this. Oh, so it happens a lot more. on hard. I think yeah. I've saved like three raids at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've seen you actually save a raid, Catalan. Uh, that was crazy. I was just like, oh my god. But they didn't change. <laughs> they didn't change what oh you're god. supposed to do or anything, except for at the end. Like they just. Gave you more things to deal with, so, basically. So meanwhile, right. I'm in Alfredo's yeah. corner where I'm kind of fascinated by what taking away the chalice does to the raid and how mm-hmm. much more difficult it can be when you upgrade when you're upgrading all of these these enemies and having to deal with like, for example, wizards spawning if you mm-hmm. kill two boomers on one side like right away. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just teetering on the brink of being too hard and not too hard, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, just because well, of the lack of changes in some areas. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm happy about the, like, mm-hmm. the changes to the raid, and that's because my expectations were low. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I was not expecting much to change during this raid. I wish there was a lot that changed, but I wasn't expecting So let me ask much. you why they were so low, though. And do you all sort of agree with that? Were, were all of your expectations lower for the hard raid? Yeah, because going into hard mode Atheon, I mean, yeah. they yeah. added what detains, and yeah. that was pretty much it. So we didn't really, we hoped they were going to change a lot and make it like, whoa, this is so different. But we kind of felt like, probably not. So yeah. here they, they added witches that can spawn. They added a forced oversoul. Mm-hmm. They took away the chalice, and uh, they added those knights that you can't kill. I can't remember their name. Guardians, gatekeeper, But I mean, the gatekeeper only sits down the bottom corridor mm-hmm. where, like, you you know, drop down and then run into the crota. So encounter. they force left strat. So basically. yeah, they force you to just fight outside. Well, yeah, and they make like dealing with the ogres a little harder for people yeah. who used to camp at the end of that corridor at the bottom of the chamber. Yeah. 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 How, how do you guys feel about the lip strategy? Do you think that Bungie might do something about that, or do you think that it's a non cheese strat? He can't hit you if you're up there, right? Nothing can hit you. Boomers won't touch you. If boomers aren't touching you, then wizards never spawn. Thrall, later in the encounter, can appear on the other side of the glass and swing through, which is just blowing my mind. We actually Yeah, that does happen. Because of that. That does happen. Yeah. I was was like, okay. They could also just walk through it. And I'm just like, wait, what? They should fix that. Yeah. That's kind of a pain. (laughs) I mean, we we used to, up to a couple of days ago, we were running the glass strategy. But, I mean, we just, we realized that it puts so much pressure on the sword bearer to. Absolutely. To to uh, to kill the the sword bearer and like 
grab the sword, go up there. Yeah. And, like, it was just rough. So we started going back to, to left side strat. And actually, I think, Goth, we ran left side strat with you yesterday. Yeah, you did. I like left side strat a lot because it gives you the opportunity to make orbs for the sword bear. As yeah. where if you're doing the lip strat, there's pretty much no orbs involved. And supers yeah. can... You know, reduce the time of the fight significantly. Were you guys sending a Titan to also drop a bubble shield right near or around where boomers would hit the sword bearer? We were doing that we, to try and avoid I mean, like, him that, getting killed. We sent that up to, I think, left tower is when we put the, mm-hmm. the, the shield and just to blind. Yeah. And then, like, mm-hmm. we even just got to the point where we're like, all right, like, we're, we're running left strat. We're used to that. Let's just kill the, the boomers up top, force the wizard, and then just kill the wizard immediately. And then every, as long as everyone has. You know, enough rockets, you can just, just demolish everything. But you're yeah, talking yeah. Gallahorns. Yeah, you're talking Gallahorns. That's Gallahorns. not a regular rocket, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I feel like the uh, um, the Hunger of Crota does a good job yeah. during the fight, yeah. especially on that. the majors okay. that are in the fight. Good point, good point. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are sort of mixed on the changes and how we feel about them, but... We'll, Overall, we'll see after next week when I get a chance to like do it myself. It just it seems frustrating to the point that it's not as fun. Crota was fun. I mean, before that's, I that's thought. because you're watching me go through it for the first time. True. Like yeah. it's now that I have a better understanding of it, it's actually not too bad. Yeah, One yeah, thing I, had a lot I of really, really liked kills. that I saw on Reddit. One thing I really really liked uh, is the Reddit community came together and they came up with alternate ways to regain health. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is the first time I've seen players forced to come up with other ways to do that and that is one cool thing that i saw come out of the hard raid yeah for sure I mean, yeah. there's a lot of abilities or um helmets and stuff like that just like exotic stuff that'll help you regain health and there's the seros as well and then the yep. red death because now you yeah. got to focus on different builds yeah and just to, yeah. just to wrap up uh this topic and move on uh i will say that even if it is really difficult i don't think it in any way replaces the sense of satisfaction that comes when you accomplish oh, it yeah of course like i mean i saw i saw uh, one of god's video and everyone was screaming yeah. when they took down uh Crota <laughs> it feels good the first time yeah it feels <laughs> yeah. great and it's usually that that same w- moment of like intense joy and also extreme disappointment if all you got were shards you know what i mean so it's <laughs> it's still that yeah um and i enjoy it for that all right cool so let's move on to our next topic this week which is big question, and I want uh, Gathalion to lead off on this, but uh, should players be allowed to reforge drops outside of the Iron Banner? Uh, quick thing, Goth, before you start, could you just quickly recap what reforging is for anyone who doesn't know? Okay, so in the Iron Banner, when you got Iron Banner weapons, you could take them to Lord Saladin and use a mode of light to reforge them, which would let you reroll the perks. So say that you got a Timmer's Lash that you didn't care for the perks on and you wanted to try to re-roll it, you could try to get it with, you know, uh, Outlaw and whatever on it. And uh, I've had friends who re-rolled the thing like 60 times and didn't get the perk roll they wanted, but I feel like if they allowed uh, players to re-roll the perks on faction items, say for like a cost of a commendation or so, because they're more or less irrelevant, then it would add another layer to finding gear and then another layer of RNG to the game. Because those currencies are more or less becoming just completely pointless. Yeah, well, they need to do something with commendations, that's for sure. Because I have, yeah. like, eight of them now. Like, once you get your characters set, you just don't need them it's anymore. So they're mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I completely agree that um, reforging is okay when, um, when it comes to the currency being something that you don't have too much of. But mm-hmm. I, also, I also believe in the fact that it could get really dangerous if you, if it's like something you have an abundance of in terms of currency, and you just reforge the hell out of a weapon over and over again, and then all of a sudden you have everyone just running around with like 
a massive amount of like overpowered weapons. I yeah. agree with that. It's got to be something that's hard to get because the minute it becomes like, hey, it's your uh, commendations, you know, the, the, you're getting those on a pretty regular basis if you're just doing Vanguard strikes, and that's a really easy economy to get reward out of. I feel. Whereas mm-hmm. if it was, some, but then again, does Destiny need another sort of currency? currency. It no. like Eris has her own, and you're kind of done. Well, um, I don't think it needs another I think I think using the accommodations is fine. I don't think it's. I, too easy to get those. I think it's fine for modes of light. Like, I don't see any problem with keeping it that. Just make it a little bit more expensive to do it on other yeah. weapons. Well, I mean, I have you know? I have something like 30 commendations since the launch of the DLC, and that's mm-hmm. almost two months, going on two months' time. That's a lot. How and many, it, how many yeah, modes and if it took, have? like, 50 rolls to get a perfect roll on a Timmer's Lash, and I'm only sitting on, like, 30 commendations, mm-hmm. then I feel like the potential for breaking the game isn't there because I mean it would probably take a few hours to to even grind out one commendation from scratch. Yeah. I think I think commendations is fine, but if you run off to something else, it could be dangerous. Well how yeah, many modes do you have? Because that's a set, you know, uh leveling process like after you hit 20 the only way you can get a moat is by hitting the max level or getting it as a random drop but typically you're going to get it for going up a level and that takes mm-hmm. a lot of time so you can't really farm it it's kind of a difficult to obtain thing you know well i think that's kind of used for ingrams when zer actually has them right yeah like i mean right yeah i mean yeah zer hasn't had mm-hmm. a an exotic ingram for like three weeks and i when he came around last week and he had the exotic helmet engram, I only had still like seventy emo like moats, not emotes. Did moats. he have? Yeah, a what, what about those sweet speaker marks? <laughs> seventy those emotes. That's interesting. Which engram did he have? Uh, he had a helmet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last week. And so I mean, which with each one costing what twenty about twenty three moats of light. Mm-hmm. We gotta hook this man up with a Vita. Get him some remote play action or something. <laughs> it doesn't. I couldn't do the raid on remote no, okay. play. Not to no. pull us off topic. I completely yeah. apologize. No, but I. I Part of me wishes it's just strange coins. You're choosing between either reforging uh, or getting your your stuff from Zer. No. Yes. I why think not? that goes into the point of breaking stuff. No, it doesn't. There's a lot of people like me, uh, like myself and Goth out there, who have a lot of the weapons. So we just have stacks of strange coins. Well, mm-hmm. there's a now. lot. But I mean, you, you and I are the minority, though. That's true. You know, so. <laughs> well, there's also at the that. same time, right? So then, does that mean the minority gets to have broken weapons while everyone else? That like, that's a good point too. No, the rich point. get richer. Yeah. That's the thing. That's no, see, that's fair. So. Delicate balance. I don't know. Just, just yeah, it's probably too there. late for it to be strange coins. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's it would have been from too the start. easy to grab strange coins unless you make it like in order to reforge a weapon. Like it's like but a, again, a if lot the, of strange yeah, coins. Yeah, if the if the cost is high, I feel like but strange coins already have their use. What about accommodations? There's no use for that really. I, I just want it to be an either-or scenario because you're either choosing to invest them in one thing or you're choosing to invest them in something else. It, when it becomes its own currency, I feel that's when the danger is coming. And, of course, you know we're not game designers. This is obviously speculation, but it still comes down to, like, we don't want to see the game broken, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't. Right. So uh, well, I just would like you to pick your poison. What if they just made a custom set of weapons that were reforgeable? I think that would be a cool way to kind of tackle it, regardless of the economy that they choose yep. to, to do it. I think having a set... Of reforgeable weapons, not just tied to Iron Banner, that you could do would be cool. I right. think it'd be cool. Just yeah. to make sure that it's not easy to do it a, a lot. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I figured, I figured that if you had a faction weapon, say it's like a, um, like a Dead Orbit weapon, you could only reforge it at the Dead Orbit guy if you're like rank five, and then that would give you another reason to rank up the other factions that you don't use. So it, yeah. again, so. it's that perpetual carrot on a stick that Bungie wants. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. I agree right. with that. 
Well, I put this question out to the listeners. What do you think? Should you be able to reforge weapons outside of the Iron Banner? And if so, email us. Let us know. Destiny at IGN.com. Oh, yeah. We forgot We'd to plug We'd be curious to hear what you have to say about this <laughs> yeah, topic. Email. And we're on iTunes. You're probably listening to it there. And we're on Woo! Android. FeedBurner. FeedBurner, the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Guys, yeah. we are on iTunes. We get a yeah. lot of tweets. <laughs> is it yeah. on iTunes? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. Now it's official. All right. So our last topic of the week is uh, what changes do we want in Destiny PvE specifically? Let's save the player versus player stuff for another time. Player versus environment, what changes do you want to see? Try to contain them to sort of the state of the game right now and not not like the far off, like, I want space combat. Like, that's... (laughs) That's coming someday, I'm pretty sure. Come on, let us shoot comets from the, from the space. Yeah. Like, you know, like, come on, give us loading screen. Oh, games. you want to shoot them down? I like want to man coming? the turrets and have a mini game where you, you shoot down enemy spaceships. All right, all right. Uh, yeah. I, would say, I, say, I would say one of the first things I would want is the ability to flip a switch so that... Um, it will automatically dismantle my greens and blues. Yes, please. please. Like it. Yeah, I love it. That would be nice. <laughs> opt in. Opt in. Yeah. Check the box. Uh, that's it. Yeah. That'd that'd be that's awesome. a good one. Cool. Okay. What else? You know how long Vault I've been holding space. that button? Wait, say again? Vault, Vault in space! space. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. Why? Why vaults in space? Go. <laughs> because it's a pain in the butt to go down the tower. It's like a two-minute load screen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Got my stuff is. there. I'm going to switch over my Titan. <laughs> two-minute load screen. Got my stuff. Crap! I forgot my consumables! And it's it's just it's tedious. Time. It's really tedious. Yep. Along with more vault space, right? Like, you've said that before. Yeah. I, I think it's been said on the show before. Yeah. What's up with the vault space? Give it's us more. A, yeah, I mean, Destiny's, you know, a big part of Destiny is collecting weapons, right? And here you have this vault that can barely hold anything. Yeah, we live in a future where you can fly and space travel, but you have to go back to the tower to get your weapons out of the vault. Okay, okay, um, this is a dream. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you first, please. Okay, so this is kind of a dream, but we all know Bungie made the Forge Editor for Halo, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. What if you could make custom-made strikes as a player? I know that's like (gasps) big picture dreaming, but that that could be really cool. (laughs) You don't want that? Uh, no, that'd be great. <laughs> what do you? So that would oh, the know. sub community that would grow on that, man. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Alfredo, Alfredo doesn't look as happy about it. Wait, are you? No, saying no, no, I'm happy. For okay, it. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want like that? you know they had Grunt Apocalypse. What if you made something like that where you just fight dregs? I, I think you know? that if you let the community build strikes, they would mm-hmm. come up with some. Honestly, like puzzles and and types of encounters oh, that would rival yeah. the raids. I mean, you could turn it into like a mini, like a user generated or user created yeah. like mini game section of the yeah. tower where you could just go fight friggin' the holographic, like constructed, but it's all like in a firefight kind of like idea or through forge, which, whichever. Yeah, that would be rad. So wait, Goth mentioned this last time. He was talking about, um, like doing being able to do things on your ship. Goth, you want to go ahead and elaborate on that? Oh, yeah. Um, so, like in Mass Effect and, um, I guess, like, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, you, you had, like, a ship. And that's where all, like, your characters hung out. So, what if, like, your ship um, was sort of like a um, like a 3D hub, like, whenever you go into space? So, you go to the bridge, and that's where you see, like, the star chart. And then you go to the quarters, and that's where your bank is. And then you go to this and that. And yada, yada, yada. And, like, that's where your characters are. So, like, all three of your characters are on your ship. Your ship is a crew. So then it's, like, continuity-wise makes sense that you share a vault with uh, two other people. Oh. And, um, <laughs> like, 
because it doesn't make sense. They're strangers. And you're just like in the tower, and it's like, ah, this is somebody's. I'm going to put this on for Thursday. This would be great. All right, so I got I got two. Uh, I'll make them quick. One, <clears throat> excuse me, one button that goes to the tower, either at the end of a mission, at the end of a strike, or the minute you pull up the map, you just hold, you just tap a certain button in, while you're hovering in space even. You don't have to open up the map. Mm-hmm. Take you directly to the tower. It is the place you go most often, and yet it's something that go here, tap that, click that. Okay, now we wait. What if it auto-dropped you in the tower and the mission board was in the tower? Yeah. And you don't even have to go to space. But then yeah. your ship is irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. Like, and it's super eventually relevant Eventually, that's going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I must say, that's right. right. I also yeah. want more unique weapons like Husk of the Pit. I feel like uh, it would be so, very cool to get weapons that you have to evolve over time, either mm-hmm. through use or through certain material. And uh, it's true that Destiny doesn't need more, you know, currency and economies. But I feel like when the payoff is a really cool weapon and it's not just... I feel like the exotic weapon bounties could be an extension of that, but it's also like it's not really because you're just doing these challenges that eventually will give you the frame that you need. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's tied to a certain number of kills with you know a certain embalming orb or whatever, I talked about the the, a system I would like to see. And when I wrote that article, twenty nine of Destiny's biggest design flaws or something. No, Mm -hmm. it wasn't exactly that. It was something like that. But um, I would love to see that not only with weapons, but also with armor. Like, have a progression system for your armor mm-hmm. so that it grows with you as the game grows. Smart. You know, we're yeah. kind of limited by, like, all of our Vault of Glass armor is just garbage, basically. Yep. Useless. You know? uh, and it would be really cool if they made an armor and, like you said, weapon evolution system. Mm-hmm. What about all of our favorite Vault of Glass weapons, like Vision of Confluence? Yeah. Why can't, just give me, like, an something I have to do to earn the upgrade for that. Yeah, I would still you know? take the Fatebringer over the Word of Crota. Everybody you should. The Word of Crota is only 2% stronger against level 33 enemies. See? Yeah. 2% more go. damage. Yep. Not worth it. And I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, I mean, that's kind of what bounties are. Yeah, but like, bounties are these, these, you know, you eventually progress through the bounty, like exotic bounty system, and you get all these like, oh, it's like this this really weak weapon. You, It's not tangible, though. Like, you never actually have that in your inventory or anything like that. You're never actually using like a, a like really, you know, weaker version of, of a weapon that eventually goes into something amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Sure, sure. Do we okay. have any others? Anybody any others? Else want to add anything? Uh, I might. Ha- I mean, I just want better app integration too. Like maybe along with the vault in space, it's just like let the app do a little more than just be sort of a reflection of what you've done. Make it make it something that I can actually like. There's a reason to open up and use it while mm-hmm. I'm playing the game. And I'm not talking grimoire here. I don't mm-hmm. want to read that stuff. I'm talking more about either switching armor or doing other things or maybe ordering stuff from a vendor. We live. It's the future in that game. And <laughs> yeah. you, you know, Amazon I guess doesn't exist. Or, or the equivalent. <laughs> Bankrupt, man. You know, yeah, like it's you it just surprises Amazon me. Amazon can't follow you. Yeah, it's it's something that I could just if I can order something, if I could get my ammo synthesis from my ship instead of doing, okay, fly down to the tower. And of course, the fear being that the tower becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Find other ways than to make the tower irrelevant. Don't just make it the destination to stop and be like, ooh, that guy beat Crota hard mode because he's wearing the glow who. Mm-hmm. Like make it <laughs> make it something a little more than that. Ooh, right? yeah. Glow who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. They need to uh, do, do more about I, social systems in the game. Do you um, mind if I run this over again, Jose? Just go down the list. So we have seven things we would really like to see in Destiny. These are big dream pictures. Oh, Number man. one, some type of forge mode. Number two, space vaults. Number three, toggle on auto dismantle green items and whites. Um, maybe not whites, greens. Number four, stuff to do in your ship. 
Number five, one button to go to the tower at the end of missions. Number six, weapon slash armor evolution. And number seven, do something with the app. Nice. Yeah. That's he it. has such a he has such a radio voice. I'm jealous. I'm always jealous of you, Dustin. All right. If that's everything, uh, if anyone has anything else to add, I guess we're done for the week. Anyone? anyone? People should tell us uh, what they would like to see. Destiny at IGN.com. Why not? Let yeah. us know. Put the subject line. What I want in Destiny is dot yeah. dot dot. Anyone? Anything? Nothing. I'm I'm good. No, we're out of time. Degoth, what about you? Anything else? Horde mode. <laughs> I want a oh, horde yeah. mode. <laughs> That'd Wait, be you're, fun. You're not getting enough of stop, drop the guardian off, and then hold off the waves. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I want waves of garbage thrown at me, and then like a thousand elites, and then a sweet payoff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I just yeah. like killing stuff and video I, games. I, I agree with that. Or uh, like uh, Dado does uh, does specific challenges, right? Like, oh, that would yeah. That yeah. Would, yeah. Like I was, I was saying this last time. What if you yeah. had like uh, challenges that were worth more XP, but they're like really hard challenges that you can yeah. do as like with your squads, not yeah. like go punch yeah. twenty dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like no. complete a strike using shotguns only. Have fun. Yeah, oh, it'd yeah. be super that is fun. true. Fun I guess it would be interesting to have like a user submitted like challenge or bounty like yeah. process. So I think cool. that would be so cool. Maybe in Destiny Two. Mm, maybe. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Fireteam Chat, Des- uh, IGN's Destiny podcast. Gadalian, give people the rundown one more time. How can they find you on the internet? Give them all the brandings. <laughs> you can go, uh, Twitter is at Gathalian. Uh Twitch is twitch.tv slash KingGathalian. And YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash Borderlandscom, all one word, because I'm bad at branding. <laughs> we gotta fix that we gotta fix that alright and how about uh, here at IGN Destin where can they find you at Destin Legary D-E-S-T-I-N L-E-G-A-R-I-E I have a weird name so I spell it yeah I had to learn how to spell your name <laughs> yep. I got it wrong on the first post Alfredo where can they find you yeah my twitter is at the Alfredo plays and I play way too much Destiny Okay. And you guys both stream some of your runs on Twitch, too. You might as well mention them. Yeah, every once in a while. It's just the same thing. Twitch.tv slash Destin Legary. Yeah, uh, every night. Destiny. Sometimes I do smite. But uh, Twitch.tv slash Alfredo Plays. Okay, so I don't Twitch stream. Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> I am on Twitter. At uh, Jose underscore Otero. O-T-E-R-O. Thank you very much for listening, Guardians. And we'll be back next week with more Fireteam Chat.